You're listening to an Amplify podcast. So today on Live Thomas Analysis, we are doing, would you like to say, say what it's called? The B-52s. By the B-52s. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was going, this the, al- <laughs> yeah, don't well, worry. Yeah. Okay, so the B-52s, um, this was their debut album. They released this in 1979. Um, there was one single, which we'll play later, which came out in 1978. And then the three other singles, which were Planet Claire, 52 Girls, and Dance This Mess, Dance this Mess Around all came out in 79. So this album, as I said before, debut, went pretty well in the charts, but only, only just made it around the 50s into Billboard 100 back in 79. Pretty sad, I think. What, what do you reckon? I don't know. Their Love Shack got pretty high, didn't it? Yeah, but yeah. that was released around 1990. So this was this was oh, yeah. 10 years or so later. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so the band are from Athens, Georgia, and they were started by two members. They were brother and sister. Um, and then they got their friends into it. Um, so they had... There are five original members, and one tragically died off, which was sad. Um, anyway, there are only nine songs on this album. I feel like that is such such a low number. Nine songs. Like, today you'd have at least 13 or something. Yeah, you usually have 13 or 21 songs. 21? Yeah. Wow, okay. Um, or 25. The most I've had is 25 songs. Is this on a deluxe? Uh, I think it was on a compilation. Okay. How you pronounce it. Um, well, anyway... Um, the ninth and last song is called Downtown, um, and this is a cover of the Petula Clark song, if you know that. They you ring m- a bell. Yeah. yeah. I think if you heard the B-52 version, you could tell it was the original. Yeah. It's quite similar. Um, anyway, the B-52s were n- known for their, like, very space-oriented cosmic wave of... Almost psychedelic music. <laughs> yes, that's a really were. broad sort of um, opinion. But they had really kitschy, kitschy, like lyrics. Catchy. No, not not catchy. Uh, another, I don't know what kitschy means. Another word for weird. Okay, yeah. So this is weird. Sorry. Um, and their mood was also very weird and cosmic and space influenced. Yeah. Um, Keith Strickland, who's one of the members, um, he's quite a lyricist. And in the song Planet Claire, which is track one on the album, for all all, all you people who don't know out there, just... See, this is what Le Thomas Analysis does. It teaches you things. <laughs> so you, education for the day. Tomorrow, you can tell all your friends, um, well, the B-52 album, the original, came out in 1979... And it was a debut album. <laughs> so, you know, just... You and all your friends could tell you to shut up. Because exactly. They, really they wouldn't get it. Yeah. So, um, as I was saying, Keith Strickland, he he was accredited with on the Wikipedia page for this album as Planet Claire Sounds. <laughs> it's really uh, weird yeah. because um, just like some ooeys and just like really space sounds. Yeah. Like some comets flying past, and then in later albums, like for example, um, 
bouncing off of satellites. That's also quite a space-oriented album, as you can tell by the title, <laughs> Bouncing Off of Satellites. There are lots of, like, ooey sounds and stuff. Yeah. Um, Keith Strickland wasn't really, like, the vocals for this album. It was more the girls, which are Kate Wilson... No, Cindy Wilson and Kate Pearson. Yeah. And they're really good. You should look into them. They have some really great songs. Amplify the sound of underage Melbourne. Things we wish weren't a thing. Um, yeah, so I was, so on our group page on mm-hmm. Sin, because we've got our awards night coming up, it, um, 90s someone, themed, yeah, 90s themed, uh, someone had, someone posted up a BuzzFeed page that was about, um, things we wish, um, from the 90s didn't happen. And it made me think a bit, and I really wish that, you know those tinted glasses that were really thin, that did not do anything for your eyes, they just looked cool? Yeah. Yeah, I don't understand why those were such a thing for a long time. Early 2000s, what a mess. Yeah. Y2K got to people. Yeah, yeah, I think the YOLO came in, and I hate the word YOLO, and I've said it twice now, and I'm killing myself Uh. inside for it. Yeah. Anyway, so it also made me think of what other things messed up happened in the 90s that we really wished didn't happen. What do you mean, messed up? Like... And 90s. I think we're, we're expanding it to more than the 90s. 90s and early 2000s. And type. bits of the 80s. Bits of the 80s, I guess. Just so, whatever we can think of, really. Yeah. So it made me think. And I was looking at celebrities from the 90s. And, and they all looked 2000s. like carrots. Because of the amount of spray tan they were doing. I mean, Christina Aguilera just looked <laughs> orange. <laughs> Sitting on the beach. Yeah. A genie in a bottle. Yeah. Yeah, she looked orange in that. Um, I'm, a, I'm, I'm surprised that she just didn't get sandals stuck to her. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, the celebrities were orange, so fake tan, just really not not the greatest invention. No. It was also with the guys, you know how they really gelled up their hair? Yeah, the and spikes. Yeah, and they spiked it. And then they had the blonde tips. Frosted spikes. tips. Yeah, the frosted tips. I've always wanted frosted tips. See, they look all right on some people, but when you get like 20 guys in one room with frosted tips, it you'd really think, no, no. Frosted tips were like the quintessential thing you had to have in the early 90s and oh, in the 90s and early noughties. Yeah. I remember the How I Met Your Mother episode with Marshall's wedding. And I love that. And he the tips, and so he decided to shave his head. And then the hat. Yeah, and then the hat. The fedora, tip, tip. Yeah. Milady. What else happened? Um, things that we shouldn't talk about. Yeah. Things that shall not be named. Yeah. Like, what but, happened? I'm trying to think, because I, I had think, a lot of things in my head, and then it just went... Poof. Yeah. Um, I think one thing that is good that happened was the Rachel haircut. I love the Rachel haircut. I wasn't a big fan of the Rachel haircut. Why not? I don't know. I I haven't... Is there a certain reason why you don't like the Rachel haircut? It was the poofy one, wasn't it? It was the one that went so from her head and it, like, did a cut, like, down like that. Yeah, I just wasn't a fan of that. 
Jennifer Aniston had lots of Rachel haircuts. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, she did. She, there was probably about twenty yeah. Rachel haircuts that she had. Incredibles did a Rachel haircut, but Mrs. Incredible. No, they didn't. They did not. When? No, in the Incredibles movie. If you look at it, it looks like the Rachel haircut. It does not. I think you're thinking of Violet. No, Violet has the straight hair, and Mrs. Incredible she has the bob. Yeah, but that's not the Rachel. No, but it goes out like Rachel. Oh, does it? Yeah, and okay. then it's... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I I agree. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> I was having a bit of a brain brain fart. So, anything else that you'd like to add to this segment that is just not the greatest? Well, there was one thing, and I think because the internet just came out, it did not just came out. It came out in the eighties, but people were just like, "Oh yeah, it lear- was the internet boom." Yeah, people were learning 90s. to use it. Yeah, they understood what it did. Yeah, I think MySpace was a bit of a... MySpace was like nineties to two thousand six yeah. or so. Yeah, no, um, about two thousand and eight nine. nine. I had friends in two thousand and nine who were still using MySpace. Okay. So like, MySpace was dying out. Yeah, MySpace was dying out. But MySpace was good. MySpace brought people together yeah. before Facebook yeah, did. Yeah, it was the Facebook before Facebook. But then Facebook was the Facebook before MySpace. <laughs> Amplify. 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 Well, to go with the theme of 90s, um, I wanted to talk about the shows from our childhood. Because I miss... I actually found a Facebook page that devoted. actually... Pardon? Is it devoted to 90s shows? Um, no, it's devoted so kids growing up as a millennial, so yep. like the ninety mm-hmm. to two thousands kids. It's all the kids shows that we grew up with, <sighs> and so they have the theme songs. I love that. That is honestly the most handy thing because when sometimes I just have a flashback, and just like I remember that show, but what's the theme song? Yeah. I can't find it on YouTube. Yeah. Where is it? Well, it's good because um, they they had. All the ones that I used to love as a kid and I could never remember the names of. Uh-huh. They had Am I High? I loved Am I High. Yeah. Like, I really got into Am I High, like, last year and the year before. Well, I liked the first two seasons. Before they got the new cast. Yeah. And part of that is because um, in the first season, they had uh, this guy, the chief guy that they had. Yep. Yeah. He was in a show called Red Dwarf. I've and I've heard of Red Dwarf. Apparently, yeah. it's really good. Uh, he was the cat in Red Dwarf. The cat. Yeah, because like, was it animated? No. Um, just a voiceover. No. So in Red Dwarf, they actually evolve. Cats evolve into uh, humans, and so he was like a really posh cat, and he had the shiny suits and everything. Uh, yeah. So I loved Mi High for part of that reason. Um, Mi High never really had a theme song, did it? It was just like. It's one of those songs that didn't have lyrics. Yeah, it was all music. I can't even remember the theme song. It was now. just like average spy music. Yeah. If you don't know what Mi High is, it's basically three kids who go to an English um, high school. They're spies. At is it what is it? It's Mi Nine, isn't it? Uh, no, it's their own. Mi Five, I think it was. Oh, well, there's like all like you know how there's Mi Three and stuff. Yeah. There's MI5, How many MIs MI are there? Too many. Yeah. MI42 reporting <laughs> yeah. for duty. Yeah. Uh, what else was there? There was Martin Morning. Martin mm. Morning. 
Martin Morning. Uh, if you if you saw the show, that, I, that rings a bell. But I every can't morning he'd it. wake up as like one morning he woke up as a dragon type thing. <laughs> I don't remember. I was watching the film clip and it has him waking up as a dragon. It was weird. <laughs> I don't remember that. Uh, um, what about Tracy McBean? I love that. Yeah, Honestly. I was adamant that I was going to become an inventor. <laughs> just after that show, everyone was just like. Okay, Tracy McBean has inspired me to become an inventor of stuff. Yeah. Another inventing sort of show. Do you remember Codename Kids Next Door? Yes. I love that. And there was The Invisible Kids. The Invisible Kids? Uh, yeah. Or it was called Ink. I-N-K. Let me think. I think I've heard of that. Yeah. It was a cartoon series. And at the end, of it, they had this guy. Um, They held their... Let one of their teachers talk about stuff that always related back to it. Oh, so and like, I swear he looks like my theatre studies teacher. Like, sort of relatable to... Like, relates to the Magic School Bus. Yeah. Uh, Do you remember that? I loved the Magic School Bus. And they... they there was this teacher, Miss Frizzle, and she'd talk <sighs> about stuff in class, and then they, like... They were talking about the immune, the immune system, and then they went into some kid's like stomach. Oh, that was that was a weird episode. <laughs> they were all weird episodes, though. but they were really educational. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure in primary school, like prep, we watched <laughs> Magic School Bus. <laughs> what else? What else is Kim Possible? Kim Possible was the it in the bit. It was Kim Possible was like the one the one show that was just like. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just literally, ooh, yeah, yeah, because that, that's the same song. If you know Kim Possible, um, you know the theme song, you know what I'm talking about. What's the stitch? <laughs> Such a good theme song. Yeah. It's just really danceable. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Something that's sort of like that in that prime animation Disney age. Yeah. Do you remember The Proud Family? Yes. I loved the Proud Family. The Proud Family was this black family, and there was this girl named Peggy, and she was um, the queen of everything, basically. Yeah, it was a very blues-themed music. Yeah, it was, yeah. it was. I think that's actually what got me into blues music, because I grew up on it. And I, I relate to the grandmother, Sugar Mama. Yes, I loved Sugar Mama. <laughs> <laughs> um, excuse me, sorry. Um, what else was there? American Dragon. I'm not sure if many people remember it. Jake Long, American Dragon. Yeah. So, if you don't remember it or never saw it, it was basically this kid. It was set in Japan, wasn't it? No, it was set or in America. In America, and it was but Chinatown. It, yeah, in Chinatown. Um, so they had this guy, um, this kid, and he had a skateboard, and then he turned into a dragon. I can't even remember how he turned into a dragon. And he had he had a bulldog that spoke. Yeah, the talking bulldog was my favourite because he was always so sassy. And then he had his Mr. Miyagi. Uh. I, <laughs> he was also very sassy, like Mr. Miyagi. Um, sassy. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to point out that Disney was very sassy between... Like, 1997 to 2005 or so. Um, yes. Especially I... after, what was, Mulan and Mushu being played by Eddie Murphy. Or yeah. being voiced by Eddie Murphy, and he was very sassy as a character. Well, I think once it got to mid-2000s, when they actually changed the, like, um, the Saturday branding? Disney Times. Oh, yeah. Yep, so yep, it yep. went from 6am to about 9. 9. Yeah. And then they moved it from 
six, six to s- two about a, ten o'clock. Oh, and so everything just died out, really. Yeah. So it would it annoyed me because I would have karate on Saturday mornings, and I used to wake up early and did, watch did, it, did it, but <laughs> then it um went later, and so all I had to watch was the morning show. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, it's good, but when you're 12, it's not really that interesting, and there's no and ABC three at that time in the morning wasn't always the best. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, if you didn't hear before, I went do 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 because Kim Possible, the same song, is stuck in my head now. Um, <laughs> this podcast was brought to you by Amplify. 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 The sound of underage Melbourne.